I'd like to share with you an incredible medrash that I heard last week from Ramaylech Biederman, a well-known mashpia in Yishalayim. First, let's preface another medrash. The Torah says, Pari refuses to let Kali Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. So Hashem tells Moshe, I'll let you in on a little secret. Leich el Pari Baboyker. Get up early in the morning, because that is when Pari goes out to the water. And tell him, if he doesn't release Kali Yisrael from servitude, I will bring forth the first plague. Why did Moshe have to wake up early to go to Pari? Sarashi so quotes a famous medrash, Pari wanted the world to believe that he was a god. He told everyone that he didn't need to relieve himself. So he would secretly go out to the Nile in the early morning to take care of his bodily needs. And Hashem wanted Moshe to meet him there and catch him in the act and show him that he knew that he was no god. This is a well-known medrash. He said there's another medrash that is not so well-known. This is in Medrash Rabbi Shemois Perik Yidalev. This is an unbelievable medrash. The medrash says, Do you know why Pari woke up early and went to the Nile when no one would see him? Pari knew that the first plague is imminent and his sovereignty would then be in jeopardy. Therefore, Pari Ratsa La'asek Betfila. Pari got up early and he wanted to engage HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Tefillah. Quickly, before Pari goes out to pray, stand before him. So Hashem told Moshe, go out early, before Pari has a chance to pray, preempt his tefillah, because after he prays, it would be too late. An incredible medrash. From this medrash, it seems that if Pari had managed to daven early in the morning before Moshe approached him, the makas would have never happened. Paris Tfilas would have been accepted and Akadosh Baruch would have answered his prayers and Pari and Mitzrayim would have been protected. Why? Because Ki'ata Shemei Tfilas Kalpeh. Hashem listens to whoever turns to him in prayer. And it doesn't matter who it is, even the wicked, evil Pari. Yes, the same Pari who enslaved and tormented an entire nation, murdered thousands of children and bathed in their blood, threw thousands of babies in the Nile and stuffed thousands more in the wall. And about this person, Hashem tells Moshe, you better make sure to get out there before he has a chance to pray. This means that even Pari's prayers had power. And if Pari's prayers could have stopped Moshe's plans in his tracks, we can just imagine the power and the potency of the tefillahs of Klal Yisrael. It has enormous strength and ability to overturn any decree. And this reminds me of an incredible story I once heard about Reb Chaim Zamvel Abramowitz, also known as the Ribnitzer Rebbe. Towards the end of his life, he lived in Muncie, New York, and he passed away in 1995. He was renowned and revered for his holiness and for his incredible devotion to Avodah Hashem. It was well known that he had Ruch HaKadosh and that he performed many unbelievable miracles. Because of his unusual, meticulous preparation for tefillah, the Rebbe often davened chakras in the late afternoon, but he wanted to daven with a minion. So he told his Gabbai to make sure to prepare for him the exact amount of people necessary to complete the minion, as he didn't want unnecessary amount of people davening after his Mount Fila. So a story is told that it was in the days before Rosh Hashanah, in the days of Slichas. It's in the afternoon and the Rebbe comes into daven and they are about to start Slichas. And the Rebbe turns around to the crowd and he says, one of you davened already. And he approaches each of the nine people in the room and he asks each of them, Do Hoshon davened? Did you daven already? 
And then he stops by one of the Bacharim and he tells him, I see that you davened already. And the boy tells him, Rabbi, this is what happened. I was at an earlier minion and they started davening and I inadvertently started to say slichas. And I only said the words, L'cha Hashem atzdaka, v'lanu him. But then I remembered that I wanted to daven with the Rebbe. So immediately after I said that, I stopped. The Rebbe told him, guess what? Your tefillah already registered in Shemayim. The takeaway from the story is, we see the enormous power of tefillah. A yid inadvertently uttered a few words of prayer, with not much kavana, and he even forgot that he davened. And up in heavens, they counted as if he already davened. Can we imagine the potency of a tefillah with proper intent? How much impact it has in Shemaim. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.